This year, a major global event will confirm a seven-year peace and safety covenant under King Charles, which my guest, Craig Bong, will discuss. This sounds like 1 Thessalonians 5 and Daniel 9 coming to pass, which was written thousands of years ago. This major global event will include over 140 heads of states, government leaders, over 80,000 delegates, and more than 5,000 media professionals. Stay tuned because we're going to discuss a document that hardly anyone knows about, which is their blueprint for how they want you and I to drastically change our lives. Craig, tell us more about the seven-year covenant. Basically, this seven-year covenant has been planned for since 2015 under the Paris Climate Agreement. And uh, they've been counting down every single year since 2015 so in 2016 they said we have 14 years left in 2017 we, we had 13 years left and, and this year 2023 we're down to seven years left and um so what's their urgency why why do they now that tell me about the covenant um that is coming this year the seven-year covenant the covenant the seven-year covenant this year will be on it'll, it'll be on the last day of cop that's the day that all cut all deals are are made that's december 12th and uh, that, that'd be the global new green deal or whatever name they're going to give this thing. Okay. Now but for people who don't understand what COP is, explain what COP is. COP, the COP is, is stands for the UF, UNFCCC or Conference of the Parties. And this began in basically in 1992 with the Rio de Janeiro Earth Summit. And every year or almost every year since then, we, we have a, we have a, a a conference of the parties, unless otherwise determined that they don't need one. So we're we're at the twenty eighth conference of the parties. Okay, now um, for climate change, right, it's, for, the whole emphasis is climate change. Okay, now how is King Charles involved in in this? King Charles is the, referred to as the Godfather of, of this event. King Charles and Dr. Algebra, the president designate of COP twenty eight, met on February seventeenth for the aim of cooperation to strengthen the Paris Climate Agreement of to 2030 with, with seven years left to go. Now, I want everyone to keep on watching because we're going to be talking about a document that is their blueprint. And I also want to show you some videos that they have put out that is uh, pretty hypnotic. But uh, when you sent me the information, Craig, about the UN, our common, our common agenda, and I was like looking at that and had the 17 goals to transform the world, I found it interesting that the 13th goal, which it was the climate action, was the all-seeing eye, which is... Yes, it's the all-seeing eye. Which is always connected to everything. I mean, our dollar and everything, all connected to uh, Freemasonry. Well, this 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 uh, common agenda also is to form a political de declaration worldwide, defining our duties in the future. So it, it tells you how you're going to live in the future. And third, it, it it's it's a, the brief proposes a dedicated intergovernmental forum. So these there's three aspects to this common agenda. This was released on March the 9th, 2023 at the U.N. Okay, but there's something I also want to discuss because uh, when you, you know, when I started looking into this because of you, you know, bring it to my attention about this event uh, at the end of the year. I mean, the thing that is is alarming is that they say 
we this we have no more time. I mean, I hear King Charles saying this and, you know, basically the Pope that we have no more time. We have to start this uh, seven year, you know, at yeah, the we, end ha we have to strengthen this deal now. So we have to conform by their living standards for the next seven years or or we or we're never going to attain, attain those goals. Right. Which they're saying is basically almost like the world is just going to implode. Yes, yeah, so they, they believe it's just going to collapse. I, I believe I have that. I'll, I'll mention that later. Okay. Um, something else that I found interesting. So when, when I was looking into it was the 2023 synthesis report. And um, it's a 40 pay up there. There's different information on the website all about yeah. this. But before I get to that, they have a document. It's called at the European, Euro the European Environment Agency. And it, it's a briefing, it's a, and the subject matter is the scenarios for a sustainable Europe in 2050 project. So th they're following this thing. They're, they're following this thing as their guide, as a uh, probable guide to, toward, towards what, what will happen in 2023 and beyond. And it says, for example, 2023, use, use the imaginaries to support more detailed analysis of sustainable futures for Europe's key production consumption systems, food, energy, mobility, and buildings. So we have to re reinvent how we eat, our energy, our mobility, how we move around, and how our buildings are built. This, okay. this is a reflection of the Rockefeller Foundation scenario, uh, lockstep scenarios, which we saw played out in 2020. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. Now, what I find interesting was when I looked at the synthesis report, um, th this was, this was, okay, it said, okay, it would say it was called the summary for policymakers, which was part of the synthesis report. And I just want to read some of the things that I thought were pretty alarming on there. They've had behavioral change supported by policy. So that means our, our behavior is going to have to change water yep. use. I mean, how much water we're allowed to use, planned relocation and resettlement. What is that? Social safety nets. There is a, um, and then they, they just keep on saying there's hardly, we, this, we only have this short window of opportunity. And they give a diagram trying to say, we have no more time. Talking about the surveillance state control, you know, monitoring us, have everybody on electric cars, limiting our travel, limiting what we're allowed to eat, um, which also will cause a loss of jobs. But as you said, it's really like communism because then it, it eliminates the middle class because of all, the, all of the policies that they would have. Um, but um, also, I just want to, before I, I want to play something, and I'm going to play a video from the, uh, <laughs> I'm going to play a video from the synthesis report. And I, it's, I'm, I'm warning you, now when you watch this, it's extremely hypnotic and they want it to be hypnotic because they're gonna, you know, make you feel so guilty for putting your light on. They're gonna make you feel so guilty for any, however you lived and that the third world people who are, are poor, that those are the great people. And they, you know, I'm not saying we're better than they are, but what they're trying to make you feel is a guilt for how you've lived. Cause you're saying it's your fault that we're going through this awful crisis. So watch now.
are 10 key solutions needed to mitigate climate change in, in the, within the synthesis report. Number one is to retire coal plants. Number two is in investing clean energy and efficiency. Number three is the retrofit, retrofit and carbonize buildings. That's all buildings, by the way. That's not just, just one here, one there, or all new construction. That is everything that's built today has to be retrofitted. Okay, so what does that even mean? Does that mean all of us have to spend $100,000? You have to spend all this money on your house or you get kicked out. And then if you get kicked out, the government owns your house. So this is this is tons of money. Globally, it's just it's trillions of money that nobody has. Num number four is to decarbonize cement, steel, and plastics. Number five is to shift to electric vehicles. That's everybody, by the way. By 2035, all, all electric vehicles. Number six, to increase public transport, biking and, and walking. So you have to take the bus or you have to ride your bike or you have to walk to wherever you need to go. Yeah, now that was in that that was in the video showing that um that that that's how they want us to just be on bicycles all the time. They're already doing that in Seattle. Under under our governor governor, he's he's uh, trying to implement that within Seattle. So he'll go on a bike trip and say how he how we need to change how we uh move about. Number 7 is to decarbonize aviation and shipping. Number eight is to halt deforestation and restore degraded lands, which isn't in of itself bad, but uh, but it's the enforcement behind it. Number nine, reduce food loss and waste and improve agricultural practices. According to John Kerry, the current U.S. Special Envoy for Climate and Agriculture Production, the agriculture alone creates 33% of gas emissions. And he argues that reducing those emissions must be front and center in the quest to defeat global warming. That means do away with the small farmer fr from here on out, beginning in 2023. There, there's there's more that I'll, I'll bring up in a little bit. And uh, the mandates that King Charles has planned for, for uh, beginning in 2023 for the next seven years. You know, there, there's 10, there's, there's 10, um, there's, there's 10 big findings within the synthesis report. It's unprecedented changes in climate. That's the number one reason we need to, to enforce a deal right now. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Future risk will escalate because of these climate changes. More finance is needed to, to, uh, to bring about a, a change in renewable energies. Of course, and, more money. And more money. <laughs> for them. Printing it off. Some climate impacts can't be reversed as of as of today. So and and, and that's that's true because you can see like Madagascar, where the where they've deforestated the lands and and it's completely changed the tropical regions into desert. Right. So there's some truth to some of what they're saying. Yeah, there's some truth to some, what they're saying, but right, but, but not that we're on but, the brink of disaster. But they want to do this without God, and that that's that's the that's what it boils down to. There's there's no God, and it, it, it's all evolution based. Right, 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 right. But they, yeah. Well, we won't go into all the lies behind it, but yeah, go uh, go on. Then they believe that the global emissions will peak by 2025, so it it's urgent that we we make declarations now. The world must abandon fossil fuels. That that's your coal, oil, and gas. Right. So that means all of us who have a gas stove can't have a gas stove anymore. Yeah, it's our, we... they say it's our number one cause of climate crisis is because we're using fossil fuels. 
which which I saw an article the other day that that some some people believe that their fossil fuels such as such as oil and gas are are in fact renewable and that I guess that would be debatable but but it renews over time so we're not really using it all up anyways right um but you know if we're really going to go into like you know okay they don't want us to use gas in our cars I mean in the early 1900s they had technology where they could use water to run a car but they stopped that technology so if they were really wanting all of this you know not causing pollution or causing whatever or emissions they, 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 there's no money in the in the water sector so they have to go to the batteries because this they're selling this as a huge money maker right so the lithium batteries yep which and also actually which, the, which destroys the earth <laughs> i know i know it's like even I, I have even a little lithium battery and it has all these instructions where you're allowed to even throw it out yeah uh, yeah i know and then they go on to say we need urgent system-wide transformations immediately and carbon removal is essential that's you and me by the way that's that's the carbon they want to eliminate right right because uh we're, we are carbon <laughs> yeah we, we are carbon and then dr a dramatic increase in finance in the within within the next seven years and they have a formula for that how much per year they need need to to uh, push to bring this about and then a just transition is is necessary and that's their final final point but it's not just as, at all it leaves the it separates the classes of people from the, the upper class and then and then the middle class it wipes them out and makes them all poor mm -hmm. so it's, it's, there's no just transition they're selling it as that to, to get their to get their vote right right to get so this would you know basically facilitate the antichrist which we did a program and you showed all the reasons why you believe king charles is the antichrist and uh, before anyone says oh there's no way watch the videos and so you can really see all of the reasons but the thing is all of this climate um agenda is really under king charles yeah so the whole thing's under him he's the one that direct that directs every move of it. We saw that with COP27 last year. He wasn't allowed to go to COP27, but all all the the main players came to him to have a meeting before the before that event. So he's directing the steps behind the behind the scenes. Right. And but then uh now people could see more information really about King Charles and the whole global thing like with the the Terra Carter Terra Carta uh, it's Carta, right? Terra Carta accelerator. Yeah, the Terra so the Terra Carta accelerator. Well, there's another event that happened before that, and that's the UK Israel seven year agreement. Oh, okay. Yeah, why don't you talk about that? At the countdown of 37 weeks ago, the UK and Israel signed an agreement for the 2030 roadmap for bilateral relations, and it has 12 visions. The first vision is for partnership. The second vision is for anti-Semitism and anti-Israel bias. Third one is for defense and security. The fourth one is for trade and investment. Fifth one is for cyber. The sixth one is for science, innovation, and technology. The seventh one is a big one is for climate. The eighth one is for health. That's also a big one because that plays a huge factor in the tribulation. The ninth one is for culture. The tenth one is for education and higher education. The 11th one is 
development. And the 12th one is gender equality, which we see a big push this this month being the month of June for so, so-called gender equality. Okay, so the seven-year agreement with the UK and Israel, uh, do you think that that fulfills Bible prophecy? And I know the climate thing is really the big thing with it too. The, the climate's the biggest, the big, I believe is the biggest issue within it. And they believe within their vision statement, they believe that the two co- countries complement each other strengths. And this, the roadmap defines their bilateral cooperation through 2030. So there's, that's a full seven years. Okay, right. So this is kind of, uh, this is connected with the other seven-year covenant that you're talking about that is going to be happening in Dubai. Yeah, um, and, it, and this is to enable profound advancements in peace and security. That's the and thing. That's, they, that's the key word right there. Yes, I know they keep on saying that, that this is going to make peace and security just like the scriptures talk about when they say peace and security. Yeah, yeah. When they when they cry peace and security, then sudden destruction it, it falls upon them. And that's first Thessalonians 5 3. And if you I did a word search of destruction, and that word that word destruction means sudden ruin or death. And happen happens at this event when 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 they cry out, when they cry out peace and secu- security, or when they declare peace and security at this event. There's sudden ruin globally and and death. Hmm. So So it's very interesting. I believe that to be the the rapture event. Right. Now, now if it isn't the rapture, then something still cataclysmic would happen, correct? Something cataclysmic has to happen at this event. Okay. Um, Could you talk more then about, oh, I'm sorry. There's a a little bit more on, on this. Okay. So the, the the vision their vision includes health co- cooperation, and we saw in 2020 through 2022 that Israel was the leader with this help with the leader in in, re, in response to to the to what was happening in 2020 to 2022 with with health, and so Israel and the UK will join forces to uh, as far as health cooperation in this next seven years. Which is very significant because there's another crisis coming that that they're predicting will happen in 2025. Right. I've been hearing I've been hearing the same thing, um, and now I've been also hearing one for 2024. But you think it's going to be more major 2025? I, I think it'll be. I think it'll hit in 2024. That's my personal opinion. But right, but 2025 is going to be the latest. <laughs> Right, right. Now, I think for 2024, too, because that's just the way that, uh, well, they, it's an that's, election's coming up. Yeah, so. that, it has to happen before the elections. Right. And then um, the, the number one, the number one point of their, uh, the most important point, point is climate. And they're, and so the, the number one commitment for this UK-Israel agreement is, is committing to the implementation of the Paris Agreement, that that is to strengthen this Paris Agreement for the final seven years. Okay, now and something with the um, okay King Charles and I'm, I'm always saying it wrong. Terra Carta. <laughs> it's my Terra New Carta. York. Yeah, like the Magna Carta. Carta. It's my New Yorkness. I mean, my my family always makes fun of me because I can't say an A at the end of a word. Um, but anyway, okay, so. Um, it's just interesting that who's partnering with him with that, uh, it's Bank of America, HSBC, BP, 
there is he's got so many people there's so 96 96 of, or 97 depending on who you talk to of the largest cities in the world have have partnered with king charles on the tarot cartel and it's called the c40 cities so, and then this they're working on reduction of meat right immediately so you can't eat meat anymore and that new york city just implemented plans for that so within the retirement homes within city city uh affiliated businesses such as schools no more chocolate milk by the way so okay so <laughs> so basically there so what does that mean if if everyone can't eat meat does that mean uh all the restaurants will close down no one will have a job there um Even, I mean, eventually it's going to mean that you can't because you can't you're limiting new and uh Germany, as of right now, you, they're making plans to implement this, implement the same same thing, and you're only allowed 0 0.02, I believe, 0 0.022 grams of meat per day, which is basically the size of a pea. <laughs> now I'm not. A, oh my goodness. Okay. Um, so what do they want us to eat? Bugs. Bugs, bugs, and and uh, and uh, meat meat grown in labs. They're trying to move that direction. Right. And, yeah. Uh, no, it's pretty amazing. I won't name the companies because everyone's heard of them and I don't want to. But right. No, you, you go to restaurants and now you see so much of the fake meat all over the place. You go to Walmart and you see the fake meats or, or where I live, you have Fred Meyer. And it's just it, it, they've taken a big portion of the meat department and it's all this fake, fake meat. Right. I don't have a problem if you're wanting to eat like bean burgers. But when you're eating synthetic stuff, that's the thing. It's like, let's just make everybody sick. <laughs> So um, a lot of the synthetic foods will there's actually a chemical within the with like crickets, for example, is a chemical that 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 uh, humans are are uh, that humans can't can't function with. So if you eat too much crickets, it's going to make you sick. Right. And I've been seeing the push this past year for them pushing people eating crickets. Yeah, there's a whole building being built in Canada devoted to raising crickets. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like hidden in a lot of like the snacks and things. I mean, you really have to read your you have to read ingredients. The, you have to read the labels anymore. The, the, the C40 cities have announced its support for the tarot card to mandate and its underlying principles for a warlike footing for a transition to a state sustainable future. And so this is war, it's basically a war on humanity. Yeah. It, it, we have to reduce the world's population to save Mother Earth. Right, which was like, which on the Georgia Guidestones, which are no longer there, it said how much, I forgot what the pop, it, how much it wanted to reduce. Half, half, a, half a billion people. They wanted just a half a billion people would be left on the earth. Yep. Right. Um, now back to the banking, I, uh, you know, when I was talking about like Bank of America and being, you know, partners, you know, with King Charles, um, it's interesting too, because the banking industry playing a leading role in this is going to, now it's going to affect your credit. I mean, how much meat are you eating? How much is your house, you know, now no car, you know, no coal, uh, no oil, uh, no gas. Um, so people are going to be under so many strict rules. And, you know, in China, they have very strict rules where they'll stop you. They won't let you touch your money um, if you're not abiding by their rules. So do you think it's going to come to that? It, it's already set up here. It's it's called um, there's a, there's a website for that. It's called My Life. I believe it's called My Life, and, and it's it's already set up for that. So it's it's a it's a it's a social credit score. 
<laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I've seen them. So I like, yeah, it's, I get, already, it's already, it's already there. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'll get an email <laughs> here and there and it'll say that, um, I, I have a strike against me and I'm like, what? what I is have a that? strike against me from something that happened 20 years ago. So, so it's like, this, this is ridiculous. It never goes away. It just keeps, it keeps a tally uh, blacklisted forever. So. Right. For what? That you crossed the street the wrong way or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. I'll give an example. If you have a divorce from, from, mine was, I had a divorce 25 years ago and on my life, it's there. And, and a lot of that stuff, I was told way back in the day that that would go off your record after, after three years or five years. And it's on my life. It's still there. Interesting. So I just really wonder what else, you know, maybe I need to click on that email and find out what they have against me. Um, I actually have, have an uncle that eliminated himself off that thing. So it is possible to get, get off of it. Oh, really? Do you know yeah. how? I, 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 I believe you have to call them up by phone and get, get your name removed that way. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, now, how is the Pope connected to all of this? The Pope, the Pope works as a, as the, he's the banner for the, for the, this whole agreement. So actually in May 24th, I believe it's May 24th, 2015, he initiated his Laudato Si platform, which was the banner movement for the Paris Climate Agreement, which was agreed to on December 12th of 2015 and, and uh, enforced on November 4th of 2016. So his was the first first uh, initiative for a seven year seven sector seven year covenant, which we're in right by the way right now. And that began with the with the hiring of individuals for that Ladato C January third of twenty twenty one. Amazing, I remember all those dates. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting. I mean, because um, he basically is saying that with the whole climate agenda is also for peace and security. About. Three weeks ago, on on May twenty third uh, of this year, there was a statement. It's been seven years since Paris, and it's only seven years until twenty thirty. And COP twenty eight announces time is running out to reduce emissions by forty three percent. That's a big reduction. It's a that's forty three percent of us too. The world will arrive in the UAE in less than two hundred days to agree on a seven year climate action plan at COP twenty eight. That together, COP28 states the world can succeed and get the UN SDGs back on track. So the, the Paris Climate Agreement and the SDGs are, are I would say, one of the same. Right. And, SD, and what does that stand for, SDG? Sustainable Development Goals. Um, with King Charles, it's under the Sustainable Markets Initiative. So it's uh, those two are connected in, in that direction, in that way. Okay. Now, the Pope said some of this. So the Pope writes a letter to the G7 addressed to the Bishop of Hiroshima. These are their, the G7s were the most wealthy of the world's, uh, the most wealthy nations kick off um, together to, to, talk, to talk about and make decisions about what needs to happen in the, in the months ahead. And uh, he, he, the Pope said he was praying that the summit would demonstrate a far-sighted vision and laying foundations for lasting peace and stable and stable and long-term sustainable security. And he described a world in which we live that is multipolar 
in the 21st century. And, and it goes on to say, the pursuit of peace is closely related to the need for security. So we have this big push, a combination of peace and security being issued or, or stated by the, by the Pope. And then he goes on to say, within this perspective, global security needs to be integral, capable of embracing issues, including access to both food and water, um, respect for the environment, healthcare, energy, energy sources, and equitable distribution of the world's goods. So once again, we see a huge push on controlling food and water. In respect for the environment, they're going to is thirty percent of the world they want to set aside for for uh, saving the planet. So that that means no building, no access to thirty percent of the world's water and thirty percent of the world's land. Wow! So by, by twenty thirty, so there's only seven years to go till till they till they get their supposed plan uh, in, in in line for that year. Which Bible prophecy talked about that there would be. Well, we have judgments against one third of the of the water, one third of the land. So we have we see one third of the. So so these these initiatives or mandates will go forth, and then God in turn judge, judge judges the world and it just destroys one third of the world by by the one third of the forest and and the grass. All the grass will be burned up. But one third of the forest will burn up. And one third of the fish, uh, the fish in the sea will, will die. Eventually, all the fish in the sea die. Right, which again is prophesied in the book of Revelation. And for people who have never read the Bible, that's written 2,000 years ago. So we're talking about Bible prophecies that have been written 2,000 and even more years ago. And it's all coming to pass now. Um, you know, something that I find interesting, you know, is they always use fear as their tactic. It's always you know, fear you're going to get sick, fear the the earth is not going to is going to be too hot for you or too everyone is just going to die. You're going to die. I mean, that's how they use. That's what they do to control you. I want to show you a video just and again, this is hypnotic from the synthesis report, but it's it's totally fear based. I'm only, I'm only going to play a short thing, but I want you to see this is what they're going to show the world. This is how they hypnotize the world. And but I want you to think of this. The Bible has so many scriptures on fearing not. I mean, fear not, for I am with you. I mean, so when you know Jesus as your Messiah, he's with you. He said, it says, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So I believe that even though the world is going crazy like this, we still have to trust the Lord and he's with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. So, okay, just look at this video for just a moment. Three degrees. It can be the difference between snow and sleet, wearing a jacket or not. In your day-to-day -day life, it may not seem significant, but three degrees of global warming would be catastrophic. Heat waves, droughts, extreme precipitation, even fire. Three degrees of warming is really disastrous. The scary thing is the world is well on its way there. Since the Industrial Revolution, the Earth is warm between 1.1 and 1.3 degrees Celsius. This is a problem that babies you pass in the street will have to live with. Children born today are up to seven times more likely to face extreme weather than their grandparents. If global temperatures do rise by three degrees, what would their world look like?
rising sea levels, desertification. Hollywood has always enjoyed imagining the end of the world. While blockbusters like this are clearly fiction, this film will show the scenario we all face unless more drastic measures are taken to stop burning fossil fuels. On, this, on September 12th, the UN will produce a video or, or show a video to the world that we only have seven years left to attain the Sustainable Development Goals. That, that's going to be a major, major event. Oh, oh my so goodness. That, that we're, we're, four, four month, we're approximately four months or less from that video being released. Okay, and do you know anything more about what's going to, the video is probably going to be some of the, like the videos that we're seeing. It's, I mean, it's pretty much like the video they had last year at the UN General Assembly where they announced there was eight years left to go and it showed it, I believe it be dead. So that was the, that was the video. Right. Now, you know, another way that they want to control us is just the same way as China controlling um, their citizens is through surveillance. And uh, the other day, a friend of mine sent a video out to a few people, and I found this interesting. I wanted you all to see this. How will they surveil the people? It's the same way that China does. And uh, it's this technology. I want you to take a look at that now. Our suite of city sensors can be easily and safely deployed in minutes with no tools needed. They plug directly into the streetlights you already have. The location high on top of the streetlight helps to prevent theft and vandalism of your sensor infrastructure. And that location gives a bird's eye perspective of the local area, making it ideal for recording many types of sensor data. From start to finish, installation per pole is less than two minutes. All we need to know are your city's areas of highest concern, and then your data collection can begin. The microsensor also comes with access to the SmartLink's data management software, so you can manage your data analysis online. We know that not every municipality wants another piece of software to learn, so we also offer customizable reports that appear in your inbox at a frequency you get to decide. SmartLink's microsensor solution enables new scalable ways to get city insights previously unattainable with traditional data collection methods. It's interesting to me, like when you watch that video, they play really nice music, just like the other videos. It's just really like, this is positive. This is something good that we're doing. And, the, and regular people are not knowing that they're being controlled. Tell me more information about that, about the terror. So, we all know that King Charles was crowned on May 6th of 2023 at his coronation. But on there was a press release that he released on May 5th the day before his coronation. And it's called the Terra Carta Accelerator. And in the next seven years, he's going to make five initiatives. I refer to them as mandates on water use and land and five initiatives on land use per year through, through the next seven years, through 2030. That means in the next seven years, there's going to be 70 mandates against land use and water use issued by King Charles. Right, which is going to then start limiting our food. What, how, what limit, other implications? It, it limits your your food. For example, it, because we've already talked about it, it limits the eating meat, for example. It will be eliminated. I believe that's probably one connected to one of the initiatives. Land use, so you can't develop on certain lands. We're seeing a push for that already. They'll take the small farmers out of business. And then you have to, you have to convert those farms back to the native habitat. Okay, now, you know, we talked about how this seems to be a fulfillment of First Thessalonians 5.3 of when they say peace and security, peace and safety. But how does this, this seven-year covenant, how do you think that this fulfills the prophecy in Daniel 9? King Charles is cooperating 
and working behind the scenes for this event. He's the he's the one that's making the moves through the Sustainable Markets Initiative and the Terra Carta to strengthen the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the Paris Climate Agreement, towards this COP28 um, event. And so he's already working to make greater the, the Paris Climate Agreement behind the scenes. It hasn't been declared yet, but he's already making the, the alliance, all the alliances necessary, all the partnerships necessary to uh, to make this deal global at, at this event. And so basically then, because Daniel 927, it says, then he shall confirm a covenant with many. Yeah, and, and we have to ask the question, who are the many? And uh, it could be the 199 members that actually signed this document. And, and he oversees the 199 and strengthens that deal. And we know Israel's a partaker of that because, and we already see that with the UK-Israel bilateral agreement that's for seven years. And there's a promise made to Israel for their protection within that agreement for their defense. So we don't know if King Charles is going to be there or not. He could, all that's necessary to, to strengthen this deal is, is a speech by the person who has acted behind the scenes all, all the, at all this time. The many could also refer to only the Commonwealth, and this is just hypothetical, but it could be the Commonwealth, which is 56 nations at present, plus Israel, and then whoever else wants to come in on that on that strengthening. So it's either the whole world that he confirms it with, or it's the Commonwealth plus Israel. Either way, Israel's connected to that. This event is very prophetic, because every single week since the countdown began on March the 7th, the UN has stated, or its affiliates have stated, there's seven years to go. That's a, that's a major declaration they've said for the last 13 or 14 weeks. And we have seven years left, and we have we have to uh, strengthen the Paris Climate Agreement. So that's all. That's what it's all centered around is the Paris Climate Agreement. And then you'll see the SDGs attack, at, attached to that. The Sustainable Development Goals. So there's 17 goals. The first goal is no poverty, but it it really is welfare dependence. So every so those who are rich have to give to the poor. And we see this with the with the loss and damage fund that uh, the rich nations have to pay for the poor nations when they have a big storm event or a big big tsunami. It's the it's the it's the big nations that are at fault. So it, they're they're saying that climate change is the result of man's of man's uh, doings, not 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 God. Right, right. And they're saying it's that because we're using all this technology and those poor nations are not. And so we're the ones causing the problem. For yeah, we're them. the ones causing the problem. So it'd be welfare dependence. The second one, zero hunger. And that and that's and, and with that, they're going to change your, your food to GMO and uh, in, in different in other different forms of, of food. The third one is good health and well-being. That's you know what? And that's that's coming with the mark, the mark the mark of the beast. The fourth one is the is quality education, and so the, 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 the there's 169 targets to this these 17 goals. But the number one most important target to them is your children, and they want to re-educate all, all the children all all your children. So you you believe their agenda, and you don't believe the agenda of your parents. And it, it's taken them basically two generations to uh, to change the thought process of your children. Yeah, now that reminds me because I remember years ago, Hillary Clinton saying that what she wa- a change that she wanted to make 
was that children would be in school more hours during the day. I remember this so well that there would not be a summer vacation, but that they would be in school, you know, the whole year, you know, and as many hours. So this way, um, the parents would have little influence over them. I just, oh, that was, it sounded very scary. And then the fifth one is gender equality, equality, and that destroys the family. And we're seeing that big push for that in the month of June. You'll see a big push for that at your local PetSmart also, where they're pushing the, their, their agenda. And uh, number six is clean water and sanitation, but that's really water rationing. So you're only going to allow, be allowed so much water to use per household. And, and even locally, we already see this taking place where they you can only water your lawn on. So uh, if it, in certain neighborhoods, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and other neighborhoods, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So we're already seeing the water rationing. Right. I, I've seen that for a while. So they're going to limit our showers once a week. <laughs> yeah, your showers are limited to a certain amount of times or they're going to cut your water, water off. That, that's where it's going to boil down to. Then the seventh one is uh, affordable and clean energy, which is really a smart grid surveillance. And we and we already I can see locally. I can give another example: the, the surveillance, how the surveillance is already here. You just drive down the road, and there's camera every stop sign. There's a or stoplight. There's a camera, and at your mountain passes, you got cameras everywhere. So they're surveilling everything or wherever you're moving is already being surveilled. Plus your iPhone, for example, it tracks every movement you make, and it will tell you where you need to go next. Is and it's only five minutes away or whatever. So. So that tracking is, we're already seeing that tracking take place today. Right, and they're already surveilling what we're saying because the moment I say something, I get a, a, a commercial to buy that thing that I was talking about. <laughs> yep, actually I, I went to the local Polaris company a couple of years ago looking for a blue Polaris 4x4. And then up on my up on my Facebook page, there was a set, there was an advertisement for a blue Polaris. Okay. So, okay. Wait. What is that? Polaris is a four wheeler. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm so sorry. I should know that. Okay. All right. I don't drive them. But so. anyway, it had the color blue. It was like I can't believe this. They're listening to my conversation. You should have said polka dotted and see what would have happened. Um, okay. So what's the next point? Decent work and economic growth, and then, and that's no property rights. And so, and so, and so, what, what's going to happen is we're going to see what happened with Egypt during the during the seven year. Uh, um, it was a, a plague in Egypt during Joseph's time, where where the the government owned all the property at the end of the seven years. And so, we're going to see that in play again within the next seven years. Ooh, oh my goodness! Okay, and the next point. And a lot of that's it's called expropriation. So, if you don't fix up your house. The government's going to take your house, and you have, you're forced out and have to move into the city housing. So we're we're already seeing that, especially in Germany. There, there's there's already a, they're they're already showing the pathway for that. The ninth one is is uh, industry innovation and infrastructure, and that's basically slave labor. So you're only allowed to. For example, work certain 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 a certain amount of hours. We're already seeing that in the farm industry. So the farm industry, for example, they used you used to be able to work 80 hours or 90 hours, and to and as of next year, they they cannot pass 40 hours a week for any employee. 
And there's and as of right now, there's overtime at after 40, 48 hours. So the farmers have to cut cut off all their workers at forty eight hours because they can't afford the overtime. And we we see that in like Florida as well, where there well there are, there, there is nobody to harvest the crops, and so they just have to let the like the tomatoes and oranges they just can't harvest the crops because the 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 work that they forced the those who who used to harvest out to to other areas. Right. So. It's interesting because they've done that in all different ways because, you know, you you can't even find workers at just even restaurants now. But yeah. And then it, and then they have a reason not to not to show up to work every single day because <laughs> right, they're getting free money. And then the, the tenth, tenth one is is reduce inequalities. But that, actually, that is to make everybody the same. So it's global communism. So everybody is making the same amount of money. And we already see that here, here where, where I live, where the minimum wage is, is so high that everybody's paying minimum, is just paying minimum wage or just slightly above minimum wage because the minimum wage, that, that, that wage bracket is, is, is so high. So no matter what job you take, it's, there's not that much difference in, in wages anymore. H2A workers, they make, they're, they're nearly $20 an hour for, for their pay. And, and they're they're coming in from Mexico. It's basically your slave labor, modern day slave labor. So they they sign up to work for like three months or six months, and they're stuck in 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 a, in, in housing, and uh, but they're making twenty twenty dollars almost twenty dollars an hour, and don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. So Which yeah, H two A workers, H two B workers. So it apply, it would apply to both. Okay, and then um, what was the next one? The next one is sustainable cities and communities. And that's your, your 15 minute cities, for example. So you can't leave your house or go more than 15 minutes. There'd be no more flights. You can't fly anywhere. And, and, and these mandates will begin some, sometime in late 2023. These mandates will, will begin to come in. So wait, what does that mean? I can't go beyond 15 minutes away from my home? Yes, you can't go with if you, if you live out in a middle of nowhere in a farm, you're in trouble, I guess. But yeah, you can't go within 15 minutes of your home. So you'll be, everything's tracked. And then you're, I, I don't know how that's going to take place, but they're, they're working on it. And the C, the C40 cities, the 96 cities following the Terra Carta are already making plans to implement that. So it, it's you're basically in, in a prison for, for the next seven years to save the climate. Next one is responsible consumption and production that that is one world currency ah okay and so we're, we're seeing that that already taking place through dig, digital with digital currencies and digital id and the push for digital id is for the remaining one billion people in on the world in, on the world that do not have any digital id so they have to be able to prove who they are eventually they'll come with a mark as well so that Right, which so is prophesied again, uh, you know, because um, I have some people who are watching this who are not believers in Jesus. So the mark of the beast, it said you would not be able to buy or sell unless you have this mark in your forehead or in your hand. Yeah, and the word for that is actually is on or in, but it's 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 in, it's inside your hand. It would go right here or or right here. And that's because that's your the highest amount of heat. So they take for a lithium, I believe it's a lithium 
type battery to keep it heated. Oh, interesting. But I always found that amazing that it actually said it, that it meant in. I mean, how yeah, could they know 2000 words in? Yeah. How could they know 2000 years ago? How could John, who wrote the book of Revelation under the Lord telling him what to say? How would he possibly have known except that it was it's Bible prophecy? It's God telling him that we would have something in how could they have technology in, in? I, I sat I was one of 16 people in the world that sat on it on the ID 2020 um, Alliance um, update I believe it was back in 2021 with the CEO of, of ID 2020 talking about how, how to mark people in, in in the future to prove their status of of you know what and 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 to Prove and to prove their health, their, their health status, and and this mark, this certificate, this certification mark, is to declare I am. So it declares you. It, it proves who you are, and pr 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 and and proves your your status, uh, your health status. Wow, how did you that, get... that you're safe? That you're safe to work around. Oh, I got. I, I just got lucky and. and on, on the draw on that one, it was able to sit in on the conversation with with just a few other people. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so my eyes got really big, and it's like my goodness, they're talking about the mark, <laughs> climate action. That's the all-seeing eye. Oh right, that was number thirteen, right? And that's energy rationing. So you're going to be you're only allowed a certain amount of energy to heat your home or drive your car. Or or whatever it's going to be. Those mandates haven't been issued, so I, we can only assume a lot of what it will, will be at this time. And then life below water is the 14th point, and that controls wildlife in, in, in the seas. It's going to control your fit fishing industries pretty much. Hmm. And we're already seeing a, a little bit of a push on that too, especially in like Alaska. So last year, certain, 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 uh, What's the word? Well, certain wildlife couldn't be harvested last year because of reasons X, Y, Z. So that's be one one example. The, then life on land is is the other one, and that'd be number fifteen, and uh, that controls your resources. So you're you're only you're not going to be able to go camping per se because that that's off limits because of I'll just say how that used to be Agenda Twenty One, which is now Agenda Twenty Thirty. So th th these certain lands are. Are off limits, and then the sixteenth one is is peace, justice, and strong institutions. But in reality, Klaus Schwab has said that he wants to bring about wars to bring about peace, and so there's going to be perpetual war in the next seven years to bring about their their their, their plan of global peace. Wow, which is like Matthew twenty four talking about. Yeah, it's Matthew twenty four. In fact, you read some of this what they're putting on with. With sustainable development and it's like they're reading matthew 24 themselves it's like these people haven't read the bible but they're quoting matthew 24. <laughs> right and for those who don't know that matthew 24 talks about um there'll be wars and rumors of wars and famines and pestilences and and, and the un's mentioning all these as of right now right which is a sign of the second coming of jesus yep. uh, and then the and then the last one is partnerships for the goals, and that's one world government, which we see happening right now. All these partnerships coming in. The biggest partnership and biggest alliance in the world of CEOs is is the Sustainable Markets Initiative led by 
King Charles. Right, which everything we're talking about gives him power now to totally control the earth. Um, yeah, the we, other, just need a, we just need somebody to say, go, and let him loose. And, Right, and but that, but that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> right, but just but just like you know, in the other video that um, you did on all of the reasons why uh, Prince Charles is the Antichrist, and I've done also interviews with Tim Cohen about that. Um, you need to see that because it it lists all the re all the reasons, and he's doing. You know, I I, I see people saying, ah, oh, he's not really doing much. They have no idea all the stuff he's doing behind the scenes. Except now that he's been coronated, it just seems like it's getting more in your face. Um, it's more in, you know, in the public. Starting June 5th, th there's the Bonn Climate Change Conference in, in Germany, and this paves the way for COP28. So the, the, this event builds upon the, COP, the, the outcomes of the COP27 event in Egypt, and will continue discussion on the global stock takes, the global goal on adaptation, a just transition, loss and damage, as well as mitigation program. The conference is expected to prepare a, a draft for for adoption at COP28. This draft is for seven years. So the, the, they've been saying that for uh, quite some time, but this draft is going to lay out the foundation for the next seven years. Right. Now, when you said build upon uh, the COP27, some people don't know what happened on Mount Sinai and the well, you had the Mount Sinai event, the Ten Commandments for the climate for uh, for the, for the world for to to keep the climate from changing, and that was probably the big event at COP twenty seven that we will we'll always remember because they they broke they they had the Ten Commandments, actually it was seven commandments and three other whatever they were, and then they threw down the commandments and broke their so called commandments just like Moses broke his tablets. So that so it builds upon these this climate agenda at, and and loss and damage it built um, made at COP twenty seven, and this lays the groundwork for the for for, for what happens at COP twenty eight. So with this this plan that they're producing June fifth, and then it'll it'll chart a course for the agreement that's signed on December twelfth. Pope Francis as well has declared that the religious leaders need to discuss their contributions to COP28. So he's incorporating the religious leaders of the world for, for this COP28 alongside with this, this bond climate change conference that's going on. I think somehow that's this, these headquarters for the one world religion will be, will be integrated somehow with the events in Dubai. And we've yet to see how that's going to take place. So this is a statement today by the UN, Earth has passed its safe limits for humans scientists say. So the earth is no longer safe to live on and we have to um, implement the greater covenant at COP28. Okay, right. And, and those were those were the updates for for the, the 26 weeks to go at, at the UN. Right. Now, you, people can go uh they need to if you're wanting updates, uh Craig Bong has amazing updates on his Facebook page. Can you or several pages? Can you just give those pages so people know where to find the updates of what's happening with Bible prophecy, what's happening with the seven-year covenant, what's happening with King Charles, the Antichrist? Yeah, that, you can follow me on Facebook under Craig Bong or or join the group Rapture Watchers. And I update everything on Rapture Watchers and, and I usually highlight certain points because I'm able to do that within a group. And then also signs of the end dash rapture watchers 
on the 19th and the 23rd of June, 2023, there's an event called the Gold, referred to as the Gold's House in Cannes, France. Last year, they they had a, uh, I have the document right here. I'm going to show you. It's called the Impact Report. The 2022 Impact Report right here. And then relatively quick into the Impact Report, they have two poems, one issued by Matthew Freud, the chairman of Freud's group, and a second poem written by William Butler Yeats. It's called The Second Coming. So they're referring to this, this what's coming at COP28 and beyond as the, as the second coming. And, and I, this I need to read because it's so interesting, but you might want to, you might want to post this pic picture later. But uh, it says, turning and turning in the widening shire, the falcon cannot hear the falconeer. Things fall apart, the center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. That, that reminds me a lot of what's going to happen during the tribulation. A blood-dimmed tide is loosed in everywhere. The ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack of all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Surely some revelation is at hand. Surely the second coming is at hand. The second coming? Hardly those are those words out when a vast image of a spiritus mundi troubles my sight. Somewhere in the sands of the desert, a shape with lion body and, and the head of a man, a gaze blank and pitiless as the sun is moving its slow thighs while all about it real shadows of the indigenous desert birds. The darkness drops again, but now I know that 20 centuries of stony sleep were vexed to nightmare by a rocking cradle. That's the last 2,000 years he's, he's mentioning in this poem. And what rough beast its hour come round at last slouches towards Bethlehem to be born. That gives me the chills. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, but and where is this poem found again? This is found at the, at the Gold's House Impact Report of 2022. They believe that this seven-year agreement I want to say it bluntly, that is the beginning of the second coming. The UN has its own eschatology of end times. And so we're often going to see, if, if we know scriptures, that, that we're going to see a play of words that, that corresponds somewhat to what we see written in the Bible. And so here you have the second coming being the I love goals, which is the UN sustainable development goals. And that, that's, their, that's their second coming. Right, right. So it's a replacement. It's like their religion trying to replace the truth. Yes, it's, it, yeah, it's a it's a religion, all right. It's it's a, it's a religion for a for a millennium. It's it's supposed to last. This this religion is supposed to last one thousand years. That's how that's what they're selling it as the Millennium Development Goals. <laughs> um, right, but in the Bible, we ha we have a different thousand years that's going to happen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the counterfeit millennium that they're trying to push, and the counterfeit second coming. I will say this at 40 weeks, at 40 weeks, the it was announced the Paris Agreement not only binds the state of Israel to reduce greenhouse gas emissions like all other developed nations, but it is also a tremendous opportunity to team up with King Charles Sustainable Development Initiatives for the growth of the Israeli clean tech sector. So this is a money-making scheme that 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 Israel and the UK are, are working together on. Right. So here is a, a union between uh King Charles and Israel. 
And then we see at the midpoint of the tribulation, he breaks that agreement. agreement. And that agreement, based on what knowledge we have today, we, is a financial agreement and also one on defense. But but it's a financial agreement that he breaks for, for the green tech industry. And so that's that's already in play. Israel businesses have been told to think sustainability or sink financially ahead of this COP28 event. And leading the world for now 53 years, King Charles, as COP28 approaches, it, it leads the way towards this event. Craig, thank you so much for all the information. And again, for updates, go to his Facebook pages. But remember what it said in the scriptures um, in First Thessalonians 5, 3, when they say peace and safety and Daniel 9, 27, that he shall confirm a covenant with many. I mean, God's word is true and the Lord is powerful. And if you don't know him, ask Jesus into your heart and ask him to forgive you for your sins and he'll come into your heart and he'll change your life. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Craig.